Very, very perky. I'm the perky little turkey you adore. Yeah, I feel mighty fine, but occasionally I feel guilty. That's right, I feel real guilty. Because I'm sitting here thinking about a big weekend. I'm sitting here thinking about a big weekend laden with six-packs. With laughs. With good times. Good chow. Warm. Clean conditions. And I think about a bunch of guys I was once with that ain't going to be enjoying those things now. A lot of people say, oh, I had a lousy weekend. Hey, I tell you what, I'm glad just to have any weekend. I'm glad to be here. Because there was a time in my life when I didn't think I'd be around. Back in the days when I was in Nam. Back in the days when they called me Rice Patty Daddy. Back in the days when the name on my uniform said Grease Minnelli. But everybody knew me as Sergeant Fury. Crying Tree, 1967. We were out on standard maneuvers. I said, everybody, keep your eyes open. This is a reported NBA stronghold. I want you watching every bush. Watch out for trip wires. I want you to bring everything home that you came with. Your wife don't want to see you if you come home without the accoutrements. You understand? So keep your eyes open. So sure enough, we snaked our way through those winding jungle trails. The only thing was Charlie was right at home in those jungle trails. And as we went banging our canteens, Wozniewski, Fibish, and Shoemaker cursing under their breath, Shapiro, Prokopic, and DiLorenzo sweating like never before, Robinson, Kalachecki, and Carter about ready to pass out from leeches on their skin. Line Decker already woozy. We finally heard the sound that sent chills up and down our spine. Incoming! Watch what you're shooting at! Well, we blasted away for about 45 minutes. About 45 minutes we exchanged fire. And it looked like it was going to be a standoff. It looked like they had us, but we had them. When suddenly I heard it. Something I'd always dreaded. Something I heard Charlie was low enough to do. Take one of our men and use them for torture. Somehow they'd gotten a hold of Lidecker, and we could hear them behind their lines yelling. Uh... Ah! Finally, one of their commanders said, Attention! Attention, Yankees, come! You surrender! You lay down your arms, or we take this running dog, and we cut a piece of him off a little at a time and send it back to you! Ah! Now he have to pick nose left-handed! <laughs> Well, my blood started to boil. No dignity. No honor among those commie maggots. I said, Robinson, tell the check, keep Prokopin, come with me. We hummed it down to the nearest village. I said, all right, sister. And we grabbed one of them fat mommies with the black teeth from the betel nut. We grabbed her and we put her behind our line. I said, hey! Fish head breath, listen to this! I don't know if it's your mama or your wife, but if you hurt Lidecker, we're going to send you a piece of this nasty-looking woman and then you to die. Finally, 
I can hear them all conferring amongst themselves across the open field. All the men over there wondering, who was that woman? Who was that speaker? Was that one of their mothers? They were from that village. All these NBA were from that village. And this local contingent. Finally, he's okay. You let women go. We let men go. I said, all right. You got a deal. Just back off. Leave them there. You all take off. We're moving up. You open fire on us, we come across this field, the lady gets it. Well, the shoemaker the whole time was grossed out by this whole thing. He said, now, I love Lidecker just as much as any other guy. And, I mean, I'd fight to the death for him. But for us to go into the village and grab that woman as a hostage makes us no better than them. Those people are scum, for sure. They have no dignity. Even in warfare, there has to be a semblance of dignity. And they have no dignity. To take Lidecker and torture him is the lowest of the lowest thing to do. But for us to go into the village yeah, and drop to their level and grab this harmless woman and you to torture her like that, you're no better than they are, Fury. You're no better than they are. I said, oh, yeah, you want to see something else? Men, we're going back to that village as soon as we pick up Lidecker and we're going to level that village. We're going to level every stinking hooch, every stinking donkey, every stinking water buffalo, everything that moves here. We're just going to spray the place. I mean, we're going to do some remodeling, some remodeling courtesy of Smith and Wesson. Right, boys? And they all said, yeah! All right! And we fired into the air. Well, meanwhile, somehow they'd gotten wind of this at headquarters, and a chopper came in. One of the captains came by, and he said, My God, Fury, this time you've overstepped your bounds. Uh, I ought to have you court-martialed. Uh, I ought to take you up before a board. I ought to strip you of every military right you've ever had. Torturing a civilian in the, in the end uh, of achieving some goal is completely without precedent and completely disgusting. You are hereby relieved of command of this unit. Uh, and you may now go back for three days R&R. And you're lucky I don't have you in the brig. Do you hear me? I said, Yes, sir. He said, I can't hear you. I said, Yes, sir. He said, I have a replacement that's going to take care of all these villagers. He said, men, this man will be in charge of relocating all the villagers. This man will be in charge of their daily lifestyle. You are now going to answer to him in Sergeant Fury's absence. And all the men looked. The general said, may I present to you Lieutenant William Calley. Oh, no!